0: strong you may. You're a lion full of power who forgot how to roar. You're an eagle full of beauty, but you can't see who's the Hello and welcome to Lionheart Podcast. Happy Wednesday in the Word, guys. We are finishing up the Book of James today. Yay! Um And I think for now, I'm going to be starting next week um, in 1st John. So um, I'm excited to go through the book with you guys. And so let's pray for the rest of James chapter 5 here. We're going to be starting at verse 13. Thank you, Lord, for your word. We ask that you just help us to understand God, have insight. Um, we just thank you for being able to have this perfect word to help us through life. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we're going to be reading the rest of James. So we're starting at verse 13, of chapter 5. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with the oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Okay, so first few, you know, where it talks about like, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. So we see some simple directions for life here. If you're suffering, you pray. If you're cheerful, you know, naturally, I think when you're cheerful, you want to sing songs. You want to, you know, praise God, right? Worship God. Um, And then we see the part with the sickness. Now, this is the part that I was telling you, like, I kind of wanted to get some feedback off of you guys and what you think. So we're seeing here that if somebody's sick, that they're supposed to call the elders of the church, right? And then pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So I think it's interesting that we're seeing the healing there um, connected with the healing, with the forgiving of sins. To me, like, I can almost take it like the person is going to get prayed over by the elders and that the faith there is really kind of having two parts where it is um, healing them and also saving them, forgiving them their sins. You know, we see throughout scripture when Jesus was healing, it was often that, that by their faith, they were healed, you know, like, that, okay, you know, because your faith, go, you were healed, you're, you know, and it was, it's interesting, you know, um, to kind of see, and I, I was wondering, like, what do you guys see that as? Do you see it like, okay, they were healed, and because they were healed, they were forgiven? Or do you see it like, there's a bigger picture of faith here, the faith that they're going, to, you know, they're getting prayed over the faith of the, of the, um, it says exactly that the faith, uh, the prayer of faith will save the sick, so I, I'm just kind of curious what you guys uh, think about that. I kind of see it as a bigger picture of that where it's giving like these directions of, you know, if you're suffering, you pray, that it's saying like if, if someone's sick, you let it says let him call. So let that person call for the elders of the church to pray over him. So to have that faith to pray over him if he's sick. And then it's saying that that prayer of faith from those people that are praying over him will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And he if he's committed sins, he will be forgiven. So I just see it as more of like a complete package of faith there. Faith in what they're doing. Faith in, in Jesus healing. And with that comes that faith in, in who he is and what he's done for us. But like I said, definitely let me know what you guys you know think. Um, I'd be curious to see if you see the same thing. And let's continue on to 16. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Now, I wanted to ask this question as well. Like, do you guys confess your sins to people? Obviously, we confess our sins to God. That is a a must. Um, But do you share it with other people as well? And I think it's important, you know, because I think we a lot of times we stay in secrecy. We don't want to share certain things um, out of fear of, you know, maybe just being judged or um, maybe we're not close with anybody enough to do that. And I think that we should have people that we know we can go to uh, for prayer and to confide in. Um, I definitely have a few people that I feel I can go to and say, listen, I'm having a hard time with this or, you know, and I know that they would pray for me and lift me up, you know, before God in that way. But do you have that as well? Is that something you deal with? Um, You know, do you only talk to God about what you do wrong. It, it's it says it for a reason and it continues. So after confess your trespass to one another, pray for one another that you may be healed. I also think of it as the faith of other people praying for you matters because it continues on to talk about that 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 faith that people have. Um so like if you're praying about something maybe you know when it said say like let's say you're let's say you're struggling with gossip you're talking bad about people left and right. Well, maybe now your prayers aren't heard because you're in sin and you are not, you know, you're not getting it together enough to really be, you know, clean before God. Well, if you go to other people and they're praying for you now, maybe a breakthrough can come. I kind of see it like that, um, like the body working together in that way. Now it talks about um, the effect of fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So those people that love God and are and are praying on your behalf, you know, that, that God will hear it and, and maybe God will come and, and and show you something that you haven't seen or, or speak to you in a way that you haven't been spoken to um, because maybe you're just a wall up and, and, and you're not getting through to God the way you need to be. But again, let me know what you guys think. I'm definitely up for discussion, thoughts, comments on all these things. Okay, so let's go to verse 17. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. So again, somebody just like us, just a simple person, regular person, <laughs> um, didn't have any special you know, powers or anything like that, just a man like us, right? And it says, he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. So here we're just seeing that power of prayer, and uh, I want to just read that. Uh, where it talks about that. And that's First Kings seventeen one. It says, And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Galad said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. So he spoke with authority and power. He had that faith. You know what? It's not going to rain until I say. That is the power of of having unshakable faith. And I think that's really cool. And I think that's something that we all should strive for it, is just having that unmovable faith, that that knowing that God hears you, that that our faith is powerful and can move mountains like God says it can. Okay, verse 19. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save his soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. This is actually one of, one of my favorite verses because... It's something that I feel God often speaks to me is I really want and desire to reconcile people back to him. People that have known the truth, have heard the truth, have, have, you know, walked towards God, but then somehow they, they, they turned around, they got caught up in things is reconciling them back to God because it is a beautiful thing when somebody turns their heart back to God. I think of the prodigal son, you know, um, it's just such a, it's so needed, first of all, (laughs) um, such a beautiful thing to witness and be a part of. Um, and you know, just how it says, like, you'll save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Um, I don't know. I just think it's a wonderful thing. So I definitely want to be somebody who can, you know, turn people back, you know, that, that, that turns them back to the truth, those who have wandered off. So that finishes chapter five and the book of James. (laughs) um, I am happy to have finished this book with you guys. Again, please email me, lineheartpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought of this, you know, particular um, part of the chapter because there's a lot of different things that we brought up that could have discussion, you know, that could have opinions and thoughts. So definitely let me know what you guys think. Um, and like I said, next week we will be starting the book of First John. And I look forward to it. God bless you guys. Have a good rest of the week.